Hey. Hi. Happy Tuesday. <sighs> I forgot to do butts and guts, so I'm doing it now. I mean, happy Tuesday. Say, so you're doing crunches and squats while you're on the phone? Yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, but the squats doing... are the easy ones on the phone. Crunches are a little more challenging. They are, and I started with squats. I should have started with crunches. Oh, damn. That's okay. I have to plug my phone in, and it's across the room. Well, well, Matt, tell me, tell me something good that happened today. Um, I mean, honestly, today was actually a really good day for me. I only had, like, those two small problems. <laughs> but um, the good thing for me today was that my puppy came home after her four-day vacation at Camp Michnik. Ooh. I feel like I need to go to Camp Michnik. <laughs> Everybody should should take a small trip to Camp Michnik. Sounds like so much fun. Doesn't it sound better than being like, oh, she was at my parents' house? No, she was at Camp Michnik. They play and play and play, and they let her run around without a leash on. And the rules are there are no rules. That's the best kind. Just so you know, I am Except she can't sit on the couch without a blanket. Oh. That's a good rule, though. Yeah. Our old house well old old house um two houses ago if you count the fact we lived with my mom for a while um our old couch at that house sectional and it was like a chase lounge on the one end so there was like no back on the very end of the one side so we would put a blanket over that and that was like Vino's spot and like he knew that was his spot when he was on the couch like get in your Aww. spot so then like you could just peel the blanket off to wash it so he didn't have hair like everywhere and it was like he knew like that was like he was so good about it see there's the smart. yeah now he's smart but slow because he thinks he's sly trying to sneak on the couches during the night but then he forgets <laughs> to wake up and get down until he hears people wake up so like as either Vinny's coming downstairs or mike's getting up in the morning like they'll hear thud and the Vito just, like, sitting on the floor. Mind you, he also doesn't know how to wipe his hair, like, off the couch. So. He's just like, um, hey, guys, I've been here the whole time. I'm like, uh, you're busted. Um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Right? She, um, she comes home so tired from their house. Like, she'll sleep all day tomorrow. Aww. Active recovery day for Zlota tomorrow. That's like um, that's like that day. Like he, he was at um, camp, camp Reg, Reg Reg Day Camp. We'll call it today. Ooh. Um, he was pretty well. And then he went to PT when Mike got home. So he was like, it's funny for like February for February break. He's been crashing hardcore every night. Like the other night. Um, so we have a bad habit with this child and I'll admit it. Um, and actually I just saw something in my memories about some article I shared about like parenting like years ago. And it was funny cause I was like, yes, all of this. It was something about like things the mom was strict about. And I was like, all of these things except for bedtime. And I was like, please somebody tell me how to get your kids to bed. Like <laughs> 
once once our kids started going to school like I just like overnight was like that's it like two o'clock bedtime go um just like you just kind of had to um but so we have a really bad habit with Dante lately is um he like he has a bedtime routine it just is so not what it should be so like we'll have dinner after like work school whatever um and then while I'm cleaning up the kitchen my he does like bath and jammies and stuff and then he comes downstairs and he likes to watch the not too late show with Elmo and like he'll get his medicine and so all his cute. little like foils <laughs> and stuff to wind down um and then we usually let him just like snuggle with us until he falls asleep on the couch and then Mike will take him up and put him in bed like after he falls asleep so we like got out of the routine of like taking him up to like wind down in bed and fall asleep yeah um, not that that was much better because honestly like we would stay in there until he fell asleep but hasn't taught him how to like or fall asleep on his own the um which recording is- keeps going in and out are you there yeah Oh, it keeps like almost like you're like a call dropping and then like picking back up again. Just oh. FYI, in case anyone's listening. <laughs> we, uh, That's unfortunate. So oh. there's a couple of words that we we have missed in the story, but that's okay. Sorry, um, we could start again. Hey, I actually just checked to make sure my Wi-Fi was on, and it is. Mine's on, but my. Bars are a little funky. Good old spectrum. Yep, I'm gonna throw them under the bus because that's one of my many, many issues lately. Um, so excited. You know. Um. Anyways, oh, so the other night though, it was just he was laying on the couch watching his show, and usually like he'll sit, like mommy, and he'll like tap for you to sit down or like call whoever over to come sit with him. But, like, I was cleaning up, and Mike yeah. was getting stuff taken care of, and, like, we walked by, and he just all on his own, like, got his pillow, sprawled out across the couch, and was just, like, passed out. Mm. It was just like, I'm done. Good night, guys. Like, I'm not waiting for anybody. So yeah. Um, he was too tired. And, you know, and honestly, like, if we were better about, like, taking him up, like, I think he could start to go to bed, like, on his own in his room. It's just that... Heard from... Other parents who have kids with similar or the same diagnosis as him, which we know is not many, um, just say, like, it's taken longer for these kids to get that, like, what is it called? Your circadian rhythm and, like, learning how to, like, you know, wind right. down and kind of get into that, like, bedtime routine. And, you know, and with him, he never had an issue falling asleep. For the longest time, the issue was staying asleep. Yeah, he would wake up a lot. Like, a lot. He just recently really started, like, sleeping, sleeping through the night. Um, About a year or so ago. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably recent. one goodish thing about, like, COVID pandemic um, is, and I'll say it's because we started giving, well, not just because. So we started giving him melatonin at night. Um, it was recommended by his neurologist and his nurse. From, like different places for like a while and we're like no no like I know they say it's a natural supplement but still like with your kids you really hesitate to like give them things especially when it's like ingesting them you know and right 
so I still was like hesitant about it um and then we were just like no and we had tried it and then it like wasn't didn't seem like it was working um so then we kind of stopped for a little bit and started again um so he has that and then we do like lavender oils and like diffuse in his room and like put them on him like topically before he goes to bed so I think like that helps too because it just helps like calm his body down and it's you know the routine of doing it plus like the oils themselves are like relaxing and calming which is nice and he okay so like every minute and five-ish seconds the call drops and then picks back up again Ooh, we're in a time. All right, we're gonna start a new. Yeah, because I'm like, okay, it'll it'll keep like I'm like, oh, no, it'll get better. I'm like, it's not getting better. <laughs> oh yeah, you so went. All right, we're gonna start. start a moment. Please hold. We'll be right back. Yeah. After these words <laughs> that we don't have from sponsors. <laughs> okay, we're back. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that break um, that lasted zero seconds for you guys at home. <laughs> but um, trying again. So, if yeah, anybody knows, well, if anyone knows any known issues with iPhone 11, I believe I have, like, let me know. Because my phone has been so wonky lately, it's, like, not even funny. And Mike has the same exact phone, but, like, he doesn't have problems. Is it wonky? Hmm. It's one of my favorite well, words, so by the way. weird is... um. Your text came through on my iPad to rejoin, but it didn't come through on my phone. I had to like go out of all my text messages and then back in, and then it po- then it like popped up. So I don't know how it that gets to my happens iPad when faster. you have that happens when you have multiple devices. That happens when I'm on my computer too. I'm is, like, whoa! How does this yeah. thing know, but this one doesn't? <laughs> yeah, no, that happens on my computer. It's so weird. Welcome to the world of syncing multiple devices. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we all remember last summer when my watch wouldn't get any messages, and like <laughs> four hours later, I have updates, and then well, four hours plus like overnight and a whole six hour ride home from Maryland. Yep. My watch was working again just in time for my husband to hand me a brand new Apple Watch. Yes. To which I said, me asshole like seriously like I'm like you watched me all last night and he's like it was really hard not to say anything to you <laughs> you're like yeah I'm like mm-hmm. and actually I didn't even open the new one for like weeks because I was like well I was like I don't need it I'm like the watch works now <laughs> but then you gave the watch to your sister yeah well and she gave me 50 bucks <laughs> yep <laughs> so Perfect. it was Oh, win-win there. And now she loves her Apple Watch. I think she's just happy. has the Apple Watch. Oh, no, it's starting again. Um, again? Yeah. I don't understand. All right, well, let's keep trying. Maybe I'll make the best of this. I don't, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to be writing a lot of people a lot of nasty letters this week, let me tell you. Nasty grams for everyone. Nasty grams. Which, actually, this is my good news. So I know I asked you your good news. This is my good news. So, 
there's multiple layers to the good news here. So, um, oh boy, <laughs> Mike and I are going to Miami. Yay! Um, in a few months. So, um, and it's like funny how that came about, but it's kind of like an early ten year anniversary trip. Um, so we're going without the kids. We're going with um, my cousin and her husband, who also are going to be celebrating their ten year anniversary. Um, so. Just like a little, like, you know, three, four day getaway. So we were booking flights and, you know, it's so hard. Like travel is either dirt cheap or like ridiculously expensive. Like yeah. it's so up and down, like and literally by the day. Oh, so yeah. we've been watching flights. Like, so we try to fly Southwest for everything. It's just our favorite airline for a billion reasons. Um, and... Um, we had flight credit from like COVID trips that were canceled like five times, not even an exaggeration. Um, so we were watching them. And so what I was doing is, so I started using, I've used it before, but I reinstalled my hopper app, which, um, and this is not an ad. It watches like flight prices for you and you can like put in a trip. And it'll like just like set, pop up a notification like this is how much it is. We recommend you wait or, you know, it's this much now like with this airline, like this is the best time to buy, like book it now. Mm-hmm. So I did that. They And they don't track Southwest, which like any kind of deal sites for airlines, like they don't like Southwest no. is not included, which is fine. But like I did it because it's an app that like tracks travel trends. So I would watch it and I'm like, okay, well, it's saying like book now. So I'd go to Southwest to see like, you know, cause I'm like, these airlines are dropping prices. Let's go see what Southwest is doing. So like, that's how I was using it. So we ended up finding like flights and they were like decent. And because of the timing we were going, it just like, you know, wasn't great flights. So we booked them. Then like a week or two later, I saw our return flight was a little cheaper. And so, you know, and if you don't know, mm-hmm. now you do that was Southwest, you can like rebook your flight and they'll give you back the difference in travel funds. Yep. So you don't have any fee. You're not charged a fee to change it. Like if you change your flight, like even if you're like, oh, I was going to come home Friday, but now I want to stay till Saturday. Like if the flight's more expensive, you just pay the difference in the price, but you don't have to pay a fee to change it. But if you rebook, even if it's like your same exact flight, but you rebook it because it's less money, then they give you back the credit to fly again you just have to use the credit by the date of when you originally booked the flight so i did that and so we got 22 dollars back each like no big deal but the kids also have flight credit so we're planning to like try to take a trip with them before it expires so and the credit's only good till september because these are like funds that started like before covid so um i did that well so then friday night my cousin texted me and was like oh they changed their flight. So they were flying down with us, but they were going to come home a little bit later than us because our flight home that we ended up getting, because it was like the best price, like left to come home at five o'clock in the morning. And they're like, uh, we're going to sleep in. We'll, we'll catch you there. I'm like, you know, like it's not a problem. Like we just didn't want to come home at like 11 o'clock at night. We wanted to get home like a little earlier in the day to see the kids. Um, right. So she's the flight going there she's like they changed it really it was like I didn't so I went and looked I'm like I don't have an email like telling me there was a change to my flight so anyways I turned in this whole thing like Friday night and like we were both online and then I was like well wait I said like they changed 
like the flights they're offering, there was probably like at least eight different flight options, like for each day to travel. And then they condensed them that there's only like five possible flights for the day. But the prices changed. Well, then they had a flight coming home that left at like, I think, 10, 1030 in the morning. And we get home at like 2.30 in the afternoon or something. And it was like not 5 a.m., but still not getting home super late. And it was way cheaper. It was like $40 cheaper. So I book it. Like I do the adjustment. I book it. Well, it kept giving me an error message on the final screen. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, oh, like I'm going to have to call them. So then my cousin's text me. She's like, well, I'm on the phone with them now. It's a 65-minute wait. And I'm like, which is Ugh. which is normal for Southwest. Normal, but it was also ten o'clock at night. That so doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, but I mean, like, I didn't want to sit there. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't like, I don't want to wait. So then I like closed out of it, and then I went back in. Like, then I changed browsers because sometimes that's a problem. If like I'm in Safari and I should be using Google Chrome, so then I went into Google Chrome, and it was like not letting me even look up my flight. But, like, if I was looking at my flight information, like, with my confirmation number on my phone, it was showing that I did change my flight to the 10 o'clock one. But it didn't give me my travel funds for the price difference. And then, so it was, like, all messed up. And I'm, like, this is ridiculous. So my cousin's on the phone. I'm, like, well, so I tried calling. I'm, like, I'm not waiting 65 minutes. Like, I don't have time to stay on the phone. So I was, like, here's my confirmation number. If you get through, I'm, like, you just tell them take care of me, too. So I was like, in the meantime, like, I'm just going to fill out the, like, customer complaint form online because, like, from my fall history of the flight that didn't happen, like, to get issues escalated, you basically need to fill out this, like, form online to have customer service rep call you anyway. So, like, you could wait a half hour or an hour and a half on the phone to get a representative who's going to tell you that's not their department and you have to submit a complaint and someone will call you because like no departments at Southwest taking coming calls anymore. So I'm like, I'm just filling out the form. So I fill out the form and I told, like I explained what happened. Like I adjusted my flight. I wanted a different time. Like first of all, like I didn't get a, like an email saying my flight was updated going there. And then I changed my you know, like my return flight coming home. I didn't get my travel credit. Like it's saying it didn't work, but it looks like maybe it did. And so I like have no clue. So I was like, forget it. I'm going to bed. So the next morning my cousin texted me and I was like, or I asked her like, you know, did you ever get through? And she's like, yeah, they fixed mine. But she's like, you know, I didn't lie good enough. So they wouldn't let me do anything about yours. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'll, you know, I'll call them later. So I went online and looked. Well, that flight that we booked coming home went from $148 at 10 o'clock Friday night to over $300 by Saturday morning. So I told Mike, I'm like, I'm like, it's not even worth the time. Like, I mean, so we should have gotten like $35 each back. But I'm like, at least like we got like it booked without having to pay like the $300. So... Maybe I should just let it go. Okay. So, um, and she got her credit, but her flights were like $200 difference. Like, that's why she stayed on the phone, which I would have too. So I'm like, okay, like, let it go. Well, so yesterday I'm sitting here and I get this email from Southwest. Like, so I didn't call them. I'm like, well, I still have the complaint in and it's the weekend, you know, it takes a few days. So I'm reading this and I'm like, Mike's sitting next to me. And also I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, what? I was like, I had to reread this email from them twice. So I'm like, like read, I'm like 
going to read you the email from Southwest. So I started reading it to him and it was like, we're very sorry you had trouble with your flights. And like, you know, it's been due to the COVID-19 pandemic and the uprising of like the Omicron variant. He's like, so it's a canned response. I'm like, this is a totally canned response. And I said, and I'm so reading stupid. it. I hate that answer. And I'm like, and I'm reading it and I'm like, it's not even what I complained about. And they're like, if your flight was canceled, like, we're sorry. If you're flying, like, today, like, we're trying to make arrangements. And I'm like, this isn't even what I told them the problem is. So I told them, I said, I read it. And I'm like, oh, whatever, like, canned response. I said, but then I went back to, like, read it again. Because I really wanted to see what they said. Because I wanted to know if someone was going to get in touch with me still. So then I actually reread it, like, the whole thing. And I get to the last paragraph. And they're like, um, to show you our appreciation of having you as a customer and um, encourage you to please come travel with us again, we're going to email you a $150 Southwest travel voucher. I was like, like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, because all I needed back from you was $65. But I was like, I see your canned response. I raise you $150. And I was like, sold. That's awesome. So, I mean, but honestly, like, that's one of the reasons why I love, like, we had a really bad experience trying to get things taken care of in the fall, so we didn't end up going away, but, like, this is, like, what I love about them, you know what I mean, and not that, like, they give me free things, but it's just, like, they'll do as much as they can to, you know, let the customer know, like, you know, like, we made a mistake, we're sorry, like, please let us help you. Like, you, you know, please come back again. So much effort into that flight. I would have done zero. <laughs> I'm like, nope, it's booked. We're good. I don't oh. have time to go back and recheck. I don't I don't have time. Oh, that. my sister makes fun of me because I do that because she's like, that's exactly like what my dad would do. And I'm like, I know, like, because he's what probably my dad the one that told like he's probably the one that told me that like because you can and especially because oh i know that you can like i don't have the time to sit there and do it takes two seconds to go online and see what how much your flight costs i'm done no oh no lisa no no i if i'm going on vacation it's like uh, whatever it is what it is Nope. I always check. I am a person who will set up the night before we leave, like, checking to see if rental car prices got oh, any no. cheaper than when we booked them. Hey, that came in handy in San Diego. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I just don't do it. It's done. Once it's booked, it's done. Nope. <laughs> on to the next thing. I can't. I cannot just, That's I cannot just go That's the inside on. of me. It's done. I still go. I'm still going and checking to see how much, like, the flights cost. They're still over $300 right now, FYI. But, um... No, like, that's just, that's, that's a travel tip that, like, I cannot let go of. I mean. So, so if you're taking travel advice from Elisa, it's, you book your shit and move on. (laughs) Don't. Book your shit and you move on. If you're taking your travel advice from Carrie, it'll take you about seven months and you might get there. (laughs) (sighs) It hasn't been that long. No, I mean. I'm, like, excited but nervous. Like, I still think they're going to change our flights, like, a billion times before we leave. Well, that's like, the they other have... thing right now with flights, like, especially, like, after the summer and having to go back and forth to Florida. Like, they're going to change it. So, I know. for me to sit there and waste energy when they're just going to do it anyways, it is. <laughs> I know. But, I'm, like, 
I'm excited, but I'm nervous because I seriously like now it's been like three years at least since I've been on a plane. So it's like so weird to me that it's like, oh my God, that's actually flying. But like just, I don't know. And you know what? It's probably not the best trip to take the first time we're getting on a plane because I always get a little like freak out a little like when we're getting on a plane without the kids. You know what I mean? So it's well, not it's also like... probably because one of the few times you have. Well, no, it's not you that. You had to rush home. It's not, it's not even that. It's like, I mean, not that I don't worry about that, but it's like, I, like, I don't have a fear of flying, but like, I have like this, like, I have one, like when I'm flying without the kids, like, oh my gosh, like what if something happens? Like Mike and I are on a plane, but like they're, you know. Like, not with us. So it's like, you know, that's when you read the hand, leave handwritten notes for your sister before you leave. It's just like, here, like, I don't have this in a will yet. So here's a handwritten note saying, like, just keep my kids if something happens. Um, yeah, which, my I mean, you should laugh, like, not. Like, no, my parents that, but... used to write letters when they would leave me in the care of somebody else. Yeah, because, you know, I know I should have a will and all that, but we don't. So you should because you have kids. I know it's so bad. There's like some oh. as somebody who has gone through this. Grant, I don't have kids, but the whole will thing. Oh, I know, I know. Well, hey, we got life insurance, like outside of our jobs, because you know we were like that was one that was like a big grown up decision for us. Well, and this was I think when he was a baby, probably right after my dad died. Um, but that was like a big adulting thing to do because it's like, you know, we have, you know, our work gives us life insurance. What do we need life insurance for? And then we're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, but that's fine. So, Oklahoma, not which a place has... I intend to travel to, <laughs> which is a place I think I drove through. When we were driving back from California, I don't know. We mm. drove through. We drove through a ton of states. It could where, one of them. Where exactly Oklahoma. is it on the map? By Nebraska, Midwest. Right. I really have trouble picturing like most of the middle states in the U.S. That's why I'm like, where <laughs> is that one? <laughs> um, it's down there. <laughs> Oklahoma. So, so I feel like did you ever see Oklahoma as a kid like the movie? No. Well, so this is going to like surprise you but not surprise you. Mike like maybe I asked me but just kind of saying like before we left like the few days leading up to like going um so if you guys haven't picked up yet this was our next Shay's show. Yeah. Um and I was like, no, I was like, I don't really know. I, I'm like, it was actually like one of the musicals, like at my high school, like when I was in high school, I said, so I saw it there. And I'm like, you know, it's just like classic musical. And I don't think I even realized until like we were heading there that it was a Rodgers and Hammerstein. Like I just, mm-hmm. you know, I knew it was like a classic, but I don't think I realized it was like one of theirs. Um, so Vinny was actually asking on um, Saturday, I think, when we were eating dinner before we left. Um, and so we asked the Echo, like, you know, what's it about? Because I was, like, trying to explain it to Vinny. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like a Western, you know, but it's, like, kind of 
westernish cowboy kind of thing. Um, so I'm trying to explain it. And then I was telling Mike about it, like we're getting ready. And I'm like, well, I said, you know, I keep getting emails from Shades, like, cause they, I know you don't get them, but, um, like I get our subscriber emails. And so like, you know, they send at least one a week, but it seemed like every other day they were sending emails about Oklahoma, like, you know, just like what to expect. And I know they wanted to like warn people about, you know, that there would be guns in, you know, like this gun patrol. Mm-hmm. Um, play and that like they're present and that there's you know like guns fired that may like you know people and you know as an aside the production company like donates money to like gun violence production just like protection weird that you know this play had like guns everywhere and most of them just for no reason then to show off guns but then like to help they were donating money to like gun seat like it's like okay like so the donations to make you feel better like you could just not have the guns all over but whatever um and i know that kind of bothered a lot of people like that the guns were like displayed but like that was just like okay like whatever but um so i was explaining to mike how they said like it was like this reimagined they said so it's just kind of like modernized but like they didn't change any of the words and so and then I told him Saturday morning, I was like, well, Lisa texted me, like, first thing, like, as soon as I woke up, I picked up my phone, and it was like, Lisa's like, I can't wait to hear what you Oklahoma. And he's like, in a, like, does she mean that in a good way or bad way? I said, well, she didn't say either way. And so I kind of, I was like, well, you know, there was no, like, punctuation there. I go, but, so I'm thinking in my head, like, it must be good, because I'm expecting it to be good. Like, it's a classic. It's just a little modernized, you know, like, she's I really does a great and job. I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to hear what Carrie has to say about so, Oklahoma. So we got to intermission. Like, we don't talk during the show. So, like, you know, we didn't say anything to each other until the lights came up for intermission. And I just looked at Mike, and I was like... That's why there was no exclamation mark in her text. <laughs> but before that, like, oh, no joke, God. the lights the lights come on and Mike immediately looks at me and the two sentences out of his mouth were, what the fuck is that? And like, mm-hmm. what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, he was like, oh my God. So, and I... Like, and I, like, pay attention. And you know me and my attention span, but I, like, pay attention when I'm there. So, like, he must have got distracted. And he's on the end. Like, we have, like, aisle seats, but he's the one on the aisle. So, like, I'm like, this is so, I'm like, this is, like, fucked up. And he's like, did you see all these people leaving before intermission even started? I'm like, no. I'm like, I honestly didn't notice. Because we're in, like, where we are in the balcony. Like, we're the second row. So, unless, like, and we're in the center. So, in front of me got up I'm probably not going to notice what's going on around me um and then and like as intermission went on like people were leaving and not coming back so like by the time intermission was over like there was entire sections completely empty um, well, and we had we had two intermissions which I will get to in a bit so uh, yeah um but well and so Mike did point out too and I didn't attention, but it was not like a packed house before the show started even yeah um so the the stage itself was probably the worst stage i've ever seen in my life and i'm pretty sure 
I've seen middle school musicals put more hey, effort middle into their school stage. musicals are good okay so I'm saying they put more effort into their stage than this yeah. Broadway production of Oklahoma because like it legit was shit it was it- horrible like the fringe the, so they had like fiesta fringe that you can buy at the dollar store hanging at the top where like the ceiling would be and then the walls on both sides were in rifle guns which does not offend me at all no i am not bothered by that and then the actual like set where the the stage was was like wood picnic tables and that was the whole freaking design it was horrible it was horrible like that probably cost them like i'd be surprised if it was over five hundred dollars and i'm saying that i'm saying that with grace because i know how much rifles are and then to like obviously they weren't real but to like replicate them like that was horrible and it was i don't know if you felt like this because i mean you guys are on the balcony so it's a little bit of a different view than Mm -hmm. me but like we walked in to go to our seats and i sit with my parents neighbor and i turned to her and i was like it is so bright i can't even see yeah like the lights coming off the stage were like literally blinding you like i'm pretty sure everybody got some form of lasik who went to see oklahoma because it was so bright well and then like when it started it was like so bright. i'm like are they like i mean they started and i'm like sitting there, I'm like are they gonna turn the lights down like i mean, I mean they eventually like dimmed yeah them a little bit it was but it bad. was so bright well, and so I found the set extremely confusing to know, like, what was going on. Like, because they didn't change scenes. It's just someone no, at a different table. Like, someone at a different table would start, um, like, talking. And so, like, it just, it was, like, it was just, like, it was fucked up. It was creepy. And, like, it's like, they did not. Like, there's no way they didn't change any of the lines. So then, of course, we get to intermission. And I'm like, okay. I was like, so I'm like, I was wrong. And I actually had to go, like, look up on my phone. Because I was, like, talking about, like, I knew there was a character, like, Annie. But it was not 80 Annie. It wasn't 80 it was, Annie? It wasn't 80 Annie. It was Annie Oakley. So once again, I got my plays confused. I was thinking of Annie Get Your Gun, which actually is very I saw that and in high school. Cute. Um. Because I'm like, I'm like, where's that? Anything you can do, I can do better. So like, it's not coming, Carrie. Not coming, no. Um, just like Mike didn't get to hear Pretty Woman during Pretty Woman. But that's because we left. We heard it on the oh, way Oh, I was like, um, they did play it at the, at end, the end. But you but, leave. But it wasn't in the play. No. Itself. Um, so I'm like, no, I was like, this was so... And, like, Mike still couldn't comprehend it. Like, the way, like, and he's pissed that I would not let him leave at intermission. I was like, no, like, no matter how bad it is, like, part of me is like, I gotta see it through. Like, maybe it gets better. But it got worse. So then I actually had texted you for my watch when I was like, act two, WTF. And you're like, yep. The never ending interpretive dance. Yeah. That was like, I mean, okay, let me. Let me back up, and I will give them credit where credit is due, okay? That girl who did the interpretive dance was 
beyond probably one of the best dancers I've ever seen in my life. Um, like, okay, I disagree. She was lyrical dancers, I guess I should say. She was so incredibly flexible and able to move like like I was blown away at what she could physically do to her body because it's so challenging however it went on for like probably 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and it probably could have been like maybe two just saying and your points still would have been taken but like the fact that it kept going on and on, I think actually ended up becoming more confusing. Yeah. And more like, what does this have to do with the musical itself? But like I would I personally was blown away by her talent. I wasn't because I was just so like distracted by how never ending it was. Um and given again like the view for mercy like you could probably see more of how she was dancing like we're so far away it's not like I could be like oh my god look what she just did it's like mm-hmm. hmm, like I personally don't find like gyrating on a stage to be the most talented thing I've ever seen in my life so um <laughs> I was just like oh my god so by the second half I will say I broke my my rule of like we don't talk during the plays but I just kept looking at Mike and I was like what the fuck and I'm like, this is not ending. Um, so actually, before intermission ended, I was actually surprised they hung out for as long as they did. But the people behind us, and we didn't realize they're subscribers too, until the guy kind of like tapped Mike and was like, okay, we're leaving you in charge. Let us know in two weeks what you think of this. And Mike's like, two weeks? He's like, I could tell you right now. And he's like, all right. So I'm like, oh, like I didn't realize they were subscribers. But I'm like, you know, we'll have to like catch up with them next time. So it's like kind of funny that we're kind of figuring out more so than the other seasons like who around us who your people are are. yeah so like we can you know kind of like talk to them and whatever um because actually when we went to Hamilton um which was an add-on so we added on but the people behind us were actually talking to us like throughout the whole intermission but we knew they weren't like the regulars like for those seats and they they actually were subscribers but they changed seats um, for Hamilton because they brought their daughter, and so then of course, seats. yeah. But then they were like super jealous of the seats. They're like, "These seats are awesome." And we're like, "Mm-hmm, yep, they're pretty good." <laughs> um, but I just like so much about this. So, like, that just was like, it just made this like such a fucked up like and I even thought it and then I saw people like commenting like online after the fact and too and like that review I sent you was like spot on on. my mom found it um I was like yes yes but just like I even thought too I'm like Rogers and Hammerstein like this is not their vision like they must be like rolling in their grave like what someone did to their like classical production Mm -hmm. and Mike still was like it doesn't make sense like you know, he's like, I don't get it. Like, you know, like, how did they not change any lines? Like, you know, like, what, like, why would you have a whole, like, song called Judd is Dead? And I'm like, first of all, it's Judd is Dead. And mm-hmm. it um, was spelled D-I-O-D, in case you are wondering, because I did look it up. Yeah. But, and I tried to explain, I was like, no, I was like, like, I get the, like, the lines, 
but it's like you have to think of it. it's the context and like the annotations and like how they delivered them that made them the way they were like you know and so we actually I think it was two nights ago maybe it was Sunday night because my mom kept texting me so her she has a friend that goes on Sundays so like we were laughing because she watched the boys for a Saturday we were laughing at cool and we're like I can't wait to hear what Liz thinks um so then I was shocked because then she texted me Sunday night and she was like she loved it and I'm like what so then Mike's like you tell your mom she's not allowed to hang out with her anymore yeah <laughs> like, my mom's like oh she's like I kind of wish like I went and saw it because my mom saw the original she's like I kind of wish that like I went and saw it so I could see like whatever like why everybody thinks like you know differently about it and like has so much to say about this I was like I wish I gave you my tickets so that you would know like I think your mom's friend is the only person I heard that liked it yeah so um I was at the gym Sunday and I was talking to some people in my class about it and then the instructor after me came in and she even thought she was like oh she's like no my aunt goes on Tuesdays um like they're subscribers and they go on Tuesdays she's like and they walked out at intermission and they've never walked out of a show before um my new boss um Oklahoma is her favorite musical of all time mm -hmm. and um has like knows it line for line like has seen the movie uh hundreds of times she came into work on Wednesday and she put her hands on my desk and leaned over and she goes, I just want to apologize to you now that that is your first time seeing Oklahoma because in the 12 years that I have been a ticket holder, I have never hated a performance like this before. People and this are... was her favorite musical ever. Like if if Phantom of the Opera is mine. If somebody went and destroyed Phantom of the Opera, I would be devastated. Like, beyond devastated. And granted, they did, like, modernize Phantom of the Opera a few years ago. But, like, it was just so bad. And, like, the, the costumes... Okay, first of all, what... Like, they didn't even have costumes. Nope. And the costumes they did have were not dated for the time period of 1906. They were dated for the time period of 1988. Well, and they didn't, like, even match up. You know what I mean? Like, some people were dressed in, like, Western clothes, and some yep. people were dressed, like, in, you know, like, 90s denim skirts with, like, the ripped sweatshirts. Like, yep. you know, Judd was in, like, you know, this, like, creeper sweatshirt. So they were... Not even like this. Like I can understand modernizing the costumes and things if they were all modernized to the same time period. Yeah, they weren't even close. But they weren't. And so we were shocked because so I looked up like a description of what Oklahoma was on the car right there because I couldn't quite hear like what Bacco was reading to Vinny before we left. I'm like, oh, what did they say? And he's like, oh, like... You know, said it was like, you know, like the Midwest, like whatever. And like, so I look it up and I was like, oh, the theme is of like happiness and enthusiasm or something like that. Yeah, so we're was... in there and we're like, that's not the theme of this. Like, no. there's no way this is happiness. Like, so this the... was probably one of the most depressing musicals I've ever seen. And that's including Dear Evan Hansen, which is about teen suicide. Which, and by the way, if you haven't seen Dear Evan so Hansen, good. please do, because it's amazing. Um, 
but like that was just beyond like depression to a completely different level and like disgusting yeah to a completely different level and so so we actually had two intermissions um when i went on friday night um because <laughs> we were about halfway through the first act and i can't even tell you what song they were singing because each song like if you looked in the program there were only like 10 songs but each song mm-hmm. was like a half an hour long each Ugh, so long so long and so a couple of the songs had like woo woo the wooing but you know cowboy wooing and so a new song had started and like you could hear like noises but they weren't coming from the stage and so i where i sit i if you are looking at the stage i'm on the lower level to the left mm-hmm. and i could hear these sounds to my right and i look up and so i can see like the corner of the balcony Mm-hmm. And I can see, like, the first row of that corner. And I just see chaos. Like, legit chaos is going on up there. And the people in the box are turned around. The people in, like, all the front sections, like, kind of where I can, where I sit and, you know, further up, are, like, all turned around looking. Like, you could hear screaming. You could hear, like just beyond insanity and the actors and actresses are like still going on stage right Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden this announcement comes on and they're like um due to an emergency we are going to pause this or delay this performance um cast please leave the stage immediately for how did they word it for your safety So there was a person in the balcony having a heart attack, which then, because they did not announce to the people, you know, of Shays who are sitting there to stay Mm -hmm. in their seats, when the lights came on, everybody immediately rushed out to go to the bathroom or buy drinks or snacks or whatever the fuck they were doing. I don't Mm -hmm. even know. So then the amp, you can hear, like, so I'm on the side closest to the exit. So you can hear the ambulances, like, coming down the street. There's paramedics and EMS, like, everywhere. They end up carrying the person out by a stretcher and, like, rush this person off, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that they had to fight through a crowd of people, which is ridiculous because... Shays should have told people to stay in their seats because there is a medical emergency happening um, instead of just like, oh, we're pausing this and good luck, you know. So we had a shit ton of people leave then and that was like literally halfway through the first act. And it was just like, oh my god, like what is happening, right? Mm -hmm. And then so, like, you know, Shays makes an announcement, okay, everyone, like, the performance will be back, 
or you know restarting and momentarily please take your seats blah 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 the actors come back out on stage and you know continue on so then when the judd is dead song happens now this is pretty shortly after the chaos that has erupted now right Mm -hmm. all of the lights just go off like it's pitch black so now we're all like sitting there we're like fuck did we just lose power but then you can hear them so you're like okay no like did all the lights just like completely malfunction because you know we've had to deal with like you know this medical emergency and when the lights finally do come on everything's in black and white and it doesn't make any sense and it's super creepy as hell and like talking about how this guy should just go and kill himself because the world would be better off without him which is disturbing by itself to even comprehend and then you know whatever 47 hours later it felt like intermission erupted so I sit there and I turn to my neighbor whose the lights go on and we both look at each other with like the same expression of what the fuck is that and she would never swear because she's like too sweet and innocent mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh my god. And I'm like, yeah. The people behind me, well, I guess technically behind her, um, it's a couple. And I don't think they are season ticket holders because the people who sit next to us are, but the people who sit in front and behind us and on the other side tend to rotate. Mm -hmm. Um, This woman is there with her friend, her husband, and her friend's husband. And um, she just starts crying. And she's having a panic attack. And she's like, I didn't know this musical was about this. Like, I can't be here. I need to leave. This is horrible. Like, I need to go now. Like, you guys can stay. I'll take an Uber home. Like, don't worry about me. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, if you're leaving, like, we're all going to leave together. She had to be carried out by her husband and her friend's husband because of this massive panic attack because of the show. So not only did we have the medical emergency at the top, then we have this girl behind me, who or woman, I guess I should say, which I'm sure nobody had really noticed other than, like, us. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who sat next to them were like, a younger guy and girl, I would say probably in their mid twenties ish, maybe a late twenties. Um, I don't think they were a couple. I think they were just friends from listening, you know, eavesdropping. Cause that's what I do. I eavesdrop <laughs> on everybody. I don't talk to anybody. I just listen to everyone else's conversations like a creep. And when they came back before intermission was over, they were talking about how much they like, loved it and they're like oh my god this is like so creepy and disturbing that it's so perfect and amazing and like going on and on and on and like I'm like oh my god I'm like what the fuck is happening so now even more people have left at intermission so we had section rows completely empty 
completely empty. Um, our row, I think, is for um, like family members in the cast because it's usually the two ladies on the end and then me and then my parents' neighbor and then nobody until the way other side and like the very end two seats. Um, so like we're used to like kind of being alone in our row Mm -hmm. but like the fact that there was like nobody around us like made it extra creepy um and then when the lyrical dancer came out like the people behind us like I said I will give her credit I thought her talent was unbelievable and I wish I had half of that talent as a Zumba instructor but the people who were behind us like legit like she finished and they were like on their feet screaming and clapping because they thought it was so unbelievably amazing. Okay. Yeah. And then the end of it, which is insanely disturbing where, and yes, we will spoil this entire musical just so you don't have to go. Um, where there is a wedding and the wedding gift is that the character of Judd gives the groom a gun and tells him to kill himself like to kill Judd and he does in front of them mm-hmm. and like the bride and groom are covered in like fake blood no joke they had like legit yeah. fake blood spray out and it's like boom end scene oh and then we're gonna go and sing our happy Oklahoma song for the- yeah except they're like not singing it happy um, no. Well, and like, and then even the ending, like they dragged out. So, like, and it wasn't even like it wasn't Oklahoma. Like, wasn't like Oklahoma where the wind comes. Really, it was like Oklahoma. I'm like, oh my god, like I can't. And yes, I'm butchering next. I can't sing, but like that's how like awful it was. But, um, like it was so disturbing. So actually, like after my mom was texting us back and forth Sunday night, so she's texting me back and forth about. Like, what her friend thought of it. And then, um, like, hours later, like, I'm in bed and, you know, like, we're getting ready for bed. Also, my mom, like, texts me that review that I sent you. And I'm, like, reading mm-hmm. it to Mike. I'm, like, oh, my God, this is spot on. Like, it's perfect. And I, like, texted him. I was, like, this is, like, really bothering you, isn't it? That, like, hours later, you, who didn't even go to the play, <laughs> you're still reviewing it. Because she's, like, sent it to me and was, like, you're not the, the only one who thinks this way about it. And she's, like, no, like, I'm just curious. So I told Mike, I'm, like, well, I said, like, and I told my mom Saturday, like, when we got home, I said, I want to see the original now. Because, like, yes, the original, like, I know is a classic. Well, so I looked it up. And so it's on Disney Plus, which I didn't know. So the Rogers oh, okay, and Hammerstein. I think they like, own Robert. Yeah, I think they yeah, own. Which the I didn't realize. So I like, because I'll do that. Like when I'm trying to find something, I'll just like Google it. Like I did it a couple weeks ago. Oh, I found that meme that I shared like on my page like a few weeks ago. And then I'll, next thing you know, I'm Googling, where can you watch Uncle Buck? So, like, <laughs> um, so I Googled it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Mike, it's on Disney Plus. So what we did is we actually like skimmed through it to watch certain scenes. And like this is what I was trying to explain to Mike I said so like I believe that like that was the words they used in the original I said but you have to think about the times like especially in the 1900s I said like that's how people were like everyone carried a gun especially like cowboys and stuff like everyone had a gun like it's just what you carried on you 
you know, and yeah. like it's how you it's how they talk. And so the thing that pissed me off even more about the reimagined version after watching like a few scenes of the original is like so they the tone they used when like they were speaking the way they were like I mean they didn't make it sound like old English speak like they said the words like you know saying like ain't this and that like they made themselves sound like freaking hicks saying it in this production compared to like saying it with that accent and with the, you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like we're watching like certain scenes and like we're seeing these lines and I'm like you know I was like they really did just make themselves sound like hicks like ain't no I ain't got no you know mm-hmm. and I'm like you could have done it like so much like classier than like what you did um and so like we did so then Mike's of course he's like find the judge's dead scene so I did and like first of all having an actual set and like a change of scenery makes a huge difference there were so many extras and so many people like in Oklahoma so that was one thing that I saw in like comments online like if you go on to Shay's like Facebook page like the comments people were leaving like they were so pissed like and so actually they just they're moving on to their next production a few weeks so they posted something about my fair lady yesterday in the comments immediately (laughs) yeah and everyone's comments were like I sure hope this is better than Oklahoma I hope it's not reimagined like this better be the original and they're like you know what I mean (laughs) like they're still mad they're still mad um and the people that go on there to defend the production is like even funnier because they're like you know gotta stick up for this reimagined shit yeah but so um like we're watching it's like this is what I was trying to explain like so it's like it is like the song is sung in like an upbeat tone and it's kind of like it's like the guy's like joking with him and like teasing him you know it's kind of like this I'm gonna get the girl kind of thing you know so he's like well you know like if you just take that gun you're cleaning and kill yourself you could have like a funeral with all these people there and like Judd's like a funeral like people be there for me you know what I mean so they're like it's like this back and forth banter more Mm -hmm. than like this creepy I'm gonna stick a Blair Witch Project camera in your face until you like shoot yourself um and so then and then the end we're like so in the and granted I will tell you like we were watching a movie version so I not having ever seen any version of the original I don't know that the movie is exactly like the musical production like that would be um, like Broadway or something like that. But so the end, Judd comes to the wedding to say he has a gift for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that what and what I thought in the play the other night, I thought he was going to get out. When he brought in that box and said I had a gift, I thought he was going to get out the, um, what was it called? The Little Wonder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to like attack him with it because like that's why he wanted that thing. Well, so I think in the movie that that's what he had. So in the movie version, what happened that made it made make more sense is that they were on um, Lori and Curly were up on a haystack. Like it's after their wedding. So they climb this ladder up. They're standing on a haystack, like waving to everybody. Judd comes out of nowhere. and He's like, I got a wedding gift. So he starts setting all the haystacks on fire. So he, mm-hmm. and then he gets to the one they're standing on. He sets this massive haystack on fire. So Curly like throws Lori down to like the guys below to like save her. And then he jumps down 
and Judd falls on the knife and it like impales like stabs him and then like that's what kills him so it's not like I just walked up and you're like oh you liked my wife so I'm gonna shoot you you're gone now yeah so like the context like they just they change so much of the context to just make it sound like like you they made it creepy on purpose like and I have no idea why they would do that um but like I I do kind of want to go through and watch like the all the way through but like we just would we just kind of like scrubbed through and watched scenes here or there to like see just how much they changed the context and I come like it's like see I said it is like an upbeat story yeah, so they just they changed it like so yeah. much just in the context of like how they said the lines and it was like insane but then that girl comes out with the laugh like in the movie even and Mike's like oh yeah because she did have yeah she did have that my my mom and I were talking about it and she's like you know what Elisa I feel bad for the people that were in that production because it was so bad yeah and they have to perform that every day I mean well this is the reviews they're getting this is the reviews they're getting you know and so actually the girl that played Lori um I was looking at the playbill on the way home. Like, we always put our playbills in the recycle thing, but I noticed in the app, um, this production, like, they started making digital copies of the playbill so you could, like, watch or read it online. So, like, I went to look it up. I was reading through something um, about it on the way home, and then I was reading the bio for Lori, and I feel like so she's an understudy in Hamilton on Broadway, like the original Hamilton um, and she was part of the ensemble. So she was actually in the version that's on Disney Plus now. And then she was an understudy for, I think, in like the Rocky musical or something. And so, like, she goes from like all these understudy roles to now, like, her lead. Like, I feel bad that this is her quote unquote big break. Right. You know what I mean? That it's like, you know, she was in these amazing productions, but she was an understudy or just like an ensemble. And then it's like you finally get this lead role and it's this. I thought she was super pretty though. She was, and she had like I think she was the only person in the whole musical that I thought like actually had like a good voice. Like I think, and that was the other thing too. Like I don't think anybody was like that amazing of like a singer or a performer. Like, no. Did and, you happen to have a hard time hearing them? Mm-hmm. No, which is surprising because I've noticed that I think I've talked about this before that I've had a hard time hearing and making out like words and some of the other productions. And I think because of everything I'm learning about hearing loss that I was like freaking out that like I'm like starting to get into some sort of like, you know, aging hearing loss issue. But I did not this time so I did um and so in parts of this musical they would be you know singing and dancing and then at other times they would grab like the microphones from the we'll call it band um and like sing into that and it was like sometimes you could like barely hear their singing voices when they were singing and dancing which I understand takes a lot out of you but then Mm -hmm. they would like grab these microphones and it would be so freaking loud 
Yeah, that was annoying. You were, like, blown away. Like, and because, again, of where I sit, like, the massive speakers are right in front of me. So it's not like they're far away. Like, they are literally right in front of me. And it was, like, like, literally blow out your eardrums. And then all of a sudden you're, like, what? Like, I can't even hear them. And, like, at one point, there was, like, this crazy electric guitar type of music, which made no sense in this. And then there was, like, a very small pause of nothing, which, of course, led to somebody screaming out from the back, Rock and roll, Woodstock! Okay, we didn't have any of that. Oh, let me tell you, Friday night was, shit was hitting the fan. And then, like, had some funny one-liners, right? Like, there were a couple Mm -hmm. of, like, one-liners that were really good Mm -hmm. and creative. But what I couldn't believe, and I guess what I was disturbed about more so than the musical, was the fact that when Judd handed Curly the gun, okay, Mm -hmm. and then he cocked the gun... We had people laughing because they thought it was funny. And I was more disturbed by the fact that the people around me thought it was funny that this guy was asking to be murdered. Like, what is wrong with you? Well, those are the people that liked they did they were play, the first people so. to like because st- there were people that did stand up at the end and clapped and like were thought it was you know great and you know what good, good for you if you thought it was great because it was trash yeah. um i refused to stand up i refused to clap i just sat there and i waited until the lights came on and then i left but i was like i was more disturbed by the fact that the people around me and the humanity that it took to laugh at something that is beyond tragic. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess you're living it up in your princess life where nothing bad has ever happened to you. Because I find that disgusting. It was so, it was just, it was like, this is one that I can't, like, and maybe like, this is what they want. Like, I can't stop. Like, I, like talking about like how bad it was like all even into Sunday I still was like that was so bad like I came home and I looked at my mom and I was like that play was more fucked up than a Quentin Tarantino movie I was like and you know those are fucked up Mm -hmm. but those are good movies but I don't know like I've liked them but (laughs) but like that's it you know what I mean like it's just like so fucked up like nothing makes Mm -hmm. sense you know do you know what else was very frustrating the prop guy? Yes! Mm-hmm. That was, like, the last thing I was going to add in, because I'm like, okay, like, this is how we need to wrap it up. Mike Mike was so mad. So, Did the... you have a cat shirt on? Because I needed ours had a cat shirt on. No, it was not so a cat like, shirt. All in bl- well, he was all in black, and then was a black shirt that said cats in white across it. So it wasn't no. like he was just covered in head-to-toe black? No. No, like, he had, like... It was oh like a God. band tour t-shirt or something because it looked like a lot of words like on the back. But so that's the thing. So at the beginning, 
she's whisking this bowl of milk for absolutely no reason. Like, who no, knows? Because she never adds no any other ingredients to it. No, like, no reason. Like, she didn't go make something with it. She's just whisking I'm milk. Assuming she was trying to make breakfast. Well, I don't know. I don't even know where she was. Like, she was in the middle of, uh, like, I thought they were in a fire hall. Like, but they weren't. They were just in different parts of I think she was in her the- house. Yeah, like, and you can't tell but you, yeah, it because was there's no set. So she's set was, whisking set this bad. massive bowl of milk for no reason yep. other than she at some point dunks Curly's head in it. So she's whisking milk, and then they move on. Like, then we go to, like, Ado Annie's house or something. I don't know where the fuck she was, but then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. here she is. Um, and this bowl of milk sitting on this table, like, minding its own business. And this guy in all black, like out of nowhere, just walks across the stage to pick up the bowl and take it off stage. Like, and it's in the middle of the stage. Like, he wasn't even subtle about it. And because everything's like bright, like light colored, everything. And this guy in all black with his like prop, you know, like stage crew headset on. Yep comes out and gets it and so like that's intermission like it's like what the like why couldn't he leave the bowl there like what the fuck did he have to come get that bowl for well and not even that but like if that bowl did did need to be moved there is no reason why one of the actors or actresses could not have taken that bowl behind the stage and then walked right back out well and not just that but so that was just like why the hell did they do that right until you get to the second act and they get to like the party hoedown thing and then he's back again bringing out cans of Bud Light and setting them on the tables and I'm like if you're gonna have the prop guy so obviously come on stage like why didn't you have him like wear like a cowboy shirt or something so at least if he's walking across stage to grab a bowl or like bring props out for no reason like he's blending in right again Bud Light cans were not invented in 1906 no I'm just saying but they're classy just like the horses right Elisa yeah I know Mike said something about that on the way home he's like why Bud Light and I was like it's classy which was totally a nod to you and your love of those commercials I do love the Clydesdales (laughs) I'm not the only one who loves those Clydesdale commercials and was highly disappointed that I only saw one during the Super Bowl and it was legit one Clydesdale. The only part of the Super Bowl I paid attention to is the halftime show. Well, that was probably the best part. Yes. Um, All right. So to sum it up, Oklahoma sucked. Don't go see it. Unless you already have a ticket and... Well, it's not like you have nothing at, better to do. It's not at Shays anymore. So yeah, but it could be playing. We have people who. Well, I know. But I'm saying, like, luckily you don't have to see that at Shays again. But people yeah. were pissed. They're like, that didn't even deserve to be on Broadway. That's something that you sh- you would watch in a hundred person theater in Greenwich Village. You shouldn't have brought it into Shays. It should have been in one of your other theaters for less money. Like, why did you make us pay for this? And- yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, which is making me excited for My Fair Lady because I think this is like legit going to be a true classic. I'm really excited to see Crown. 
I that one should be better too. We're like yeah, I don't know, really like good. we're a little hesitant to get excited about anything else after it's like true. the season has been. Ugh. The season um, has not, but actually, my dad and I talked about that, like how disappointed we were. So excited because it's like a double season for us. Yeah, but how disappointed we were in like most of these productions. Same, but I mean. There, I mean, like, well, luckily we didn't have to see the band's visit, so like, um, I did. I don't know which one's worse because we've had some. I've seen comments Honestly, of people complaining which one's worse. Oklahoma was worse. Well, yes, that was bad. Anyways, um, okay, so F this and F that. Did you remember what yours is? I did, and then I wrote it down. Oh, good. Go for it. I thought of it, and I was like, I'll remember it. And then I was like, shit, I don't remember it. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Wordle. <gasps> I almost said that earlier. No! Yes! Okay. And it's not really like fucking Wordle. It's more like, what the fuck is Wordle? So Mike has been okay. obsessed with like different versions of like that because like there's actual ones like, that are like apps now. Yeah. So I randomly came across a TikTok today about Wordle because all I've seen is like these weird little ass squares pop up on my Facebook newsfeed and people are like, this game is so addicting. And I'm like, I don't have patience. With their stats, then, like two out of six, five out of six. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like what does this mean? Why do you have yellow squares and green squares and blank squares and like what is this this means nothing to me like this literally means nothing and then randomly today on tiktok there was a tiktok about wordle which kind of explained it a little bit and i was like what the fuck is this game and why are people obsessed okay Mike Fick is going to be happy to explain this to you. So it's like a word game. And actually he was playing, was it last week or the week before? He was playing because his brother sent him like an app version of it. Um, Because like everyone's making their own Wordle now. So he's playing it. And so he's actually like, I, like just earlier today I walked by and I saw him playing like a different version of it. Like they say different because it looked like there was like more boxes. And I'm like, he's like obsessed with this freaking thing now. Um, but so he was playing it and so then like Vinny's asking so then Vinny wants to play but like Mike doesn't want him to play on his phone right because it's gonna mess up his stats so I'm like bring me I'm like bring me your kindle let's see if they have a version on the kindle so they didn't so I'm like okay bring me the ipad like we'll find the one that daddy's playing on the ipad but so Vinny wants to play but because it's so did the tiktok explain what it is so it stated that um I I didn't know that there was app for it now because they said you could only do it on the Wordle website. Right. And it's a five letter word and you have to guess the five letter word. You get six chances to guess the word. You get one every 24 hours and if you get a letter in the right spot then it's a green square. Mm-hmm. If you get a correct letter, but it's in the wrong spot, you get a yellow. And right. if you don't get it at all, you don't get any color. Right. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? 
Yeah, so it's like a word game. So anyway, so Vinny wanted to play. So we give him the app. Well, because like you're an an eight-year-old trying to play like a word guessing game, right? So of course, mm-hmm. what does he want? He wants us to come up with all the words for him. So right. I'm like, no, he played it for like a few rounds that night with, with Mike helping him. And then the next morning, Mike was at work. And he played, he asked if he could play. And then he kept asking me for help. And I was like, he can't help you. So then it was like, that was it. And he never went back to that app again. Because he was like, I have to come up with words myself. Um, I have to do this alone? No, thank you. Yeah. Like, come up with words? What? Uh, but it's just like, yeah. Like, now it's like everyone posting, like, these stats. I'm like, mm. and I can understand, like, people. Like, Mike really likes those word challenge games. Like, Scrabble type things. Or, you know, he played words with friends for, like, the longest time. And it was, like, popular. Like, you know, so I can understand, like, people, like, the challenge of it. But it's like, yeah. People right. with these freaking stats everywhere. Like, I don't care how many chances it took you to find a word. Like, who cares? Keep it to yourself. Like, I don't, I don't tell you about my stupid emoji blitz game all the time. <laughs> My my day is not completed <laughs> without you telling me about your wordle. Like right. that's what people are thinking. Well, and for me, like I don't like I don't get into games like that because like if I'm like, and so like the only game I have on my phone is Emoji Blitz, and I the only game it. I have on my phone is Evil Apple because we played. It oh well, I have during. that too. I have that, too, but I mean, like a game that, of the pandemic, a game that I would just like sit and play by myself. And so the only reason I ever ever downloaded Emoji Blitz was because I wanted the Disney emojis for my keyboard. Okay, like to text them, and of course now I forget they're there, so I never even text people the emojis. You never even use them. <laughs> no, I don't because I for- and actually the keyboard's probably turned off, like because I haven't used it. But so the game, it's just like. It's, like, to clear the board. So you have to line up, like, the same emojis to clear the board. But, like, that's a game, like, it doesn't require thought. So, like, and I don't play it every day. I don't even play it every week. But it's, like, every once in a while, I'm, like, I just want to do something, like, mindless. Like, it's been a long day, and I just want to do something I don't have to think about. Right. So, you know, I'll, like, play a few rounds and, like, whatever. You know, you get five lives. Like, you you get five lives. So I'll go and I'll play. Like, you get five lives. Like, I used up all my lives. Like, there we go. I'm done. Um, But, yeah, like, this whole, like obsession like oh my gosh I have to play like and I have to, I'm like I can't get into stuff like that and it's too much work like I don't I don't want to think by the end of the day or you know like I just I'm just like I don't know I I appreciate that people want to use their mind and be challenged in that way because I feel like Dan Faust would really appreciate that game. Well, and that kind like, of I, thing is really good for you. Like, like, I mean, people should oh, no, do like word puzzles idea. and things like that. I don't need your freaking Facebook status to be you got a three out of six because that means literally nothing to me. And like, does anybody even know? Like, does everybody get the same fucking word? Like, if if Mike Fick is playing and you're playing and I'm playing, are we all trying to figure out the same word? Is it different words? How do you know that you figured out the mm-hmm. right word? Like, do they ever tell you what the word was? Yeah. Well, the one like, he played. So he doesn't play the actual wordle. Well, at least he wasn't when I watched him. So he, like, he seriously has a whole strategy. He can explain it to you. So he was telling Vinny this. So he actually starts the first word. Like, his first line is always the same exact word. Because okay. it, like, 
because of like the letter so it helps narrow down like the letter possibilities so then he like goes from there so he always uses the word deals for the first word okay and then like he goes so i mean the fact that like people are building like entire strategies of how to play this game i'm just like "Mm, like no thank you not for me seems like a lot of work and i don't have that kind kind of no anyways but yeah so that's fine it it more just isn't like oh fucking world it's so hard it's more like okay play it but keep it to yourself people okay yeah fair enough my f that fucking stink bugs okay which is still amazing to me that it's february and this, this, this is country out. life. This is fucking country life. I'm like, my aunt that's true. You should do just live be, in the country. It should be country life. You live in Oklahoma. Is, Oklahoma, where stink bugs land in your underwear. So, and I know I told you about this the other day. So, and so here's the thing. So, stink bug season, like we are that house that has like, like literally, like our front door is covered in thousands of stink bugs. And it's disgusting. And it's like, we know they don't hurt anything. Just like you open the door to let someone in. It's like, run in as quick as you can. And like slam the door shut before they come in. You know, they start to creep in the cracks. And then you have to like spray the door down. And like, you know, try to keep them out. And so we don't end up with a a ton in our house. Like they're outside. And actually I was doing something. Was it in the fall? Like when they weren't around. And I was outside doing something with the kids. And I had, oh, I was spraying that outside. I took, um like a peppermint soap spray bottle outside to like spray the house to kind of deter them. And I started spraying like the siding around the house and all of a sudden they were like up in the cracks of the siding. So they all came like swarming out at me. And I was like, ew, like fucking gross. Like you're in my siding. Like, but so we don't have a ton in the house, but like even like in the winter. So it's like not, quote-unquote stink bug season but like we keep finding like random ones like crawling around our house which just creeps me out because i really don't want to know where you're coming from at this point right so and we have had a super weird winter yeah where it's been like really warm then really cold then really warm then really cold well and you know like i mean so when they're all out in the fall it's because they're trying to find someplace warm to go for winter so like we know they're like right in the house even if like they're not all in here but so, like, we'll find them in, like, weird spots. Like, every so often I'll see one, like, in the front hall or something like that. Or, like, around, like, our bathroom, you know. Like, and so I'm thinking, like, they're coming in from, like, the windows. And then I'll see one, like, on the floor when I go in the bathroom. I'll just, like, you know. It's, like, so routine for us now. Like, grab a tissue, squish the stink bug, throw it away. Wash your hands because yeah. they stink. So, um, I went to go take a shower the other day. So, we have, like, this little, like stool in our bathroom um like in front of our windows we have a cabinet that we keep our towels in and then we have like just a stool like that you can like if you need to sit on something or whatever like it's just there and so we use it to like keep our clothes on um Mm -hmm. like when we go in there not that it's like that's where we store our clothes but like i'll like put my like clean clothes on it like when i get in the shower so they're like not on the floor and then when i get out like grab my clothes or in the morning, sometimes, like, if I'm, like, taking my pajamas off, but, like, I know I'll, like, throw them back on later, like, I'll leave them there. And, um, or, like, if I'm changing, like, I'm changing to go teach a class, annoying, I'm putting my clothes on later. Like, that's where I leave my clothes so I come back to grab them. Right. So, 
I bring my clothes in like I do every night. And so I go, like I take a shower and I get out and I go to pick up my underwear and there's a fucking stink bug on my underwear. So terrifying. What any rational person, and I'm not scared of bugs. Like my mom raised me to like not be scared of bugs. Like a bug is not a big deal. Like get a tissue, squish it and throw it away. Like, you know, yeah, like it's a fact of life. Like you need to learn how to kill a bug if you don't want the bug in your house. But I like threw it on the floor. I like grab my towel, like wrap it back around me, and I go like storming out into the bedroom. And I look at Mike and I'm like pointing into the bathroom. I'm like, there is a stink bug on my underwear. I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, you need to go take care of it. And I need all new clothes. Like I refused to put those pajamas on. I went and got like all new pajamas. Like yep, I just like started all over. And so then he's like, he goes in there and I'm like, get it. I'm like, get rid of it. I was like, I am just like, I'm so done with this house. <laughs> like done so then he's like where was it i'm like my underwear i'm like it was on the stool and i'm like and i was like yeah i go right there i go you know where you leave your clothes so he lays his clothes out on the stool at night like for the morning so he brings like his work work clothes in there because like he sleeps in like his boxers like most guys do so then he like gets up goes to the bathroom brushes his teeth puts his clothes on and goes to work so i'm like right there i'm like you know where you keep your clothes so then he's like all creeped out like it'd be like like how many stink like i have been shaking my clothes out after every shower like this whole week and i'm like uh uh and I then too. i um i was taking a shower like before recording tonight and then i come out and i'm like there's a bug in the shower behind the conditioner thank you i'm like you need to take care of it i was like i'm done with this house we're moving i'm like i'm like i'm not living here anymore and and it's not even like I'm like, oh, like gross. Up. Like it was like one of those little potato bug things because we get them too. And it was like right. in the back of the shower, like like I said, like behind the conditioner. So it wasn't in my way, but I was just like, I'm not like I'm done. I'm like, I don't even want to pick it up. Like I don't want to go get the paper towel myself. Like I was just like, I'm done. Like Michael, take care of it. I'm sick of these freaking bugs this week. Um, so like the boys and I were in the basement yesterday and there was like, I think it, usually it's like those potato beetle things we get down there. And I was doing something with Dante. So I'm like, Vinny, like go grab a tissue and like get rid of the bug. So he did it. And then, um, I was teaching in the basement last night. So I, well, I taught yoga upstairs and then I moved from my upstairs yoga studio to my basement pound studio Ooh. to teach. And so I'm teaching like on Zoom and it's funny because I'm like teaching this class and I'm like all creeped out because I see like a potato bug on the floor and it's totally normal for a basement. Like we have egress windows like where like bugs build up and you know like certain things can just get through any crack, right? So oh, I mean, yeah. like and it's a basement. I mean, like whether you finish like in our basement isn't like finished but still like I mean even if you finish a basement it's a basement like it's prone to these things so like when I'm down there I'm just like oh like more bugs right so I'm teaching and I'm looking over by the egress window and so our egress window like we've gotten mice in there like we lived in there you know like bugs and it's almost like i say it's almost like a little like aquarium like for free because you could just like stand, like yeah you could just like stand like whatever like you know but like you could just stand in front of the window and like watch our pets right (laughs) so i'm like teaching and like of course on high alert for any kind of critter creature 
creepy crawly that comes in our house and I'm like looking and like mid song looking over underneath the window and I see this like blob there and I'm like oh my god I'm like what is that like and it's right under the egress window and I'm like what is that and I'm like all I'm thinking is like we have these massive frogs there like in the fall and I'm like Ew, I'm like, did some like did a frog like somehow get in like the house? And so I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, is it like a fucking bullfrog in my basement? Right. So then I see like this bucket, like kind of I'm like, do I have to go over there like mid-song and like try to trap a frog in a bucket? And I'm like trying to think all these things. Like, do I text Mike for my phone real quick between songs and tell him to come down here? Do I like yell up and get him? Do I like tell my class to wait a second? I'm like, oh my god! So like this whole song, like you know, I'm like rotating back and forth from like you know, like lunge, squat, lunge. But like, even if I turn to my left, I'm still looking to my right to see like make sure this thing's not moving. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm like, or is like, is it a mouse? Is it like a mouse curled up in a ball? Like so on the other side of the basement. I'm like, oh my god! So I'm like, all freaked out. So the song ends, and like, without saying anything to anybody, like, and I had like a pretty full class on Zoom, so like, without saying anything, I like run over closer, I like look at the wall, and then all of a sudden I run back and like start the next song. It was like, it was one of those stupid little footballs from Mike's birthday party, <laughs> and it was like in the crack like so it was and you know how we have like just that you could see the studs in our basement and so it was like right up in the drain tile like against the stud and I'm like okay never mind I can relax I had like where so when we really first started teaching on zoom um and I always teach Mondays and Wednesdays as you know i the first, like, Wednesday I taught, all of a sudden I heard, like, this, and I'm like, what is that sound? So I actually stopped teaching, looked out my windows, and it was my neighbor taking his trash can out. <laughs> and it was like, what is that? <laughs> I, I mean, I did the same thing, like, mid-song, just walked away, ran, looked out the window, ran right back. <laughs> I mean, I- from my song to end but I was just like what the like it was like it was gonna bother me and I like could not stop watching it because I was afraid it was gonna move and like I don't know what like I mean and you know what those footballs look like I mean like yeah but I'm like for some reason I thought it was like this because like my imagination like what could have possibly like what kind of critter could have gotten in the house right mm-hmm. and I'm like like I mean I'm sure a frog can like squish but I don't know if they're one of like the creatures that can slip through any size crack because I've heard even like a mouse like it doesn't matter the size of the crack like they can actually squish their body to get through like yeah, anything crazy so I'm like oh okay Ooh, it's a football <laughs> and we're good and we're good so anyways all right folks it's been fun except for that three hours of agonizing oh, Oklahoma production and mine was three and a half because we had the extra intermission just awful um but if you want to watch a nice wholesome oklahoma with feelings of hope and happiness and enthusiasm please go to disney just watch it there i mean it may be boring because it's like old school but that will tell you 
I'm assuming will tell you what Oklahoma is actually about. Not this deep, dark mystery. Depression. Like, I feel like if they had all this hype about the reimagined and, like, all this, like, care to talk about the fact that there's guns present in the performance, like, they should have, they should have done a better job warning you. Like, you know, like, reimagined Oklahoma, like, nothing you've ever seen or expected before because it's fucked up now. Like, (laughs) but, like, okay, here's, here's my little rant before we close. If you are going to see a musical or a play that is based upon the West, specifically the Wild West that's undeveloped, there are going to be fucking guns. And if you can't handle that and you need a warning label to tell you, you should not go for that reason. Like, that should not have been the warning. Because... Gunfire, yes, but guns, no, because you are watching a production based upon the early 1900s in the West where it was very normal to have guns on you. Yeah. And if you are too stupid to know that, then you've probably failed history and you should not be going to see that particular show. Just saying. And the presence, Just like saying. I said, like the presence of like the guns on the walls, like that didn't bother me. Like, it, and I feel like the warning probably, like, I mean, it was like, I don't want to say like a misrepresented warning and like what they sent out about it beforehand, but I think the warning was because like they turn all the lights off and like fire guns. Like, yeah, it was, yes, that been needs a warning. Fire. Yeah. Not necessarily that there's, there's guns on display, like no fucking shit. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the other thing that really threw us, and I will end with this, is that, and I was telling Mike about, like, the emails, like, I don't send them to him, but I feel like in the emails, like, they were very, like, explicit to say, like, you know, that this was, like, a performance recommended for, like, age 12 and older, like, you know, not for kids under 12, like, because of the presence of guns, which I, that was one of the first times that I noticed that, like, Chase had, like, given an age recommendation for performance, um, but like Mike and I looked at each other and I was like, there's no, like, I wouldn't even bring my 12 year old to this show. No. Like, and honestly, like, I'm glad, like, like you wouldn't, like, I mean, if it was the original, like, I think Vinny could have seen that, like, no problem. But like this version, like, I mean, how many people do you think maybe brought their child thinking like my kid loves classical musicals? Like, you know, right. let me bring my kid. And I'm like, uh, now I have to like, you know, deal with my kids nightmares they're going to have for, right. you know, months. But anyways, well, listen, if you saw it and you want to share your like feelings commiserate with us or like tell us we're crazy because you're one of those people that actually love this thing um Mm -hmm. let us know you can find us on instagram or facebook at filterless females you can find us on twitter at filterless fnf um you can send elisa tiktok videos of wordle at filterless females on on TikTok because she loves that shit. Perfect. Now. She loved to watch them all. Um, you can yes, email us. Clearly. 
You can email us, filterlessfemales at gmail.com. I will admit I have yet to remember to help Elisa get into the Gmail account, so that thing's a <laughs> hot mess right now. It will be seen at some point, and someone will answer you. Yes. I just suck at managing email accounts. Um, I started to delete some of my – somehow I got back up to 12,000 emails in my Yahoo account. <laughs> Ooh. And I was like, oh, shoot, how that happened. Um, it's just where all the sale ads go. That's why I, like, never read it unless I'm looking for something. But, um, yeah, that's it for me. All right. Well, as always, friends, be brave, be fierce, most of all, be filterless. Bye.